0: Download all the freebies and still be stuck at square one. And darling, that's over for you today. Hey boo, I'm Kay Hillman. I'm a scientist turned five-figure photographer turned marketing and business strategist for female service providers building profitable businesses. I'm the coach for confused peeps. Boo-thang, it's time to ditch the hustle. Listen close, darling, as I snatch your mindset, clarify your messaging, and drop marketing gems. When you roll with me, you'll gain confidence, clarity, and sales as you become the highest version of yourself. Let's get this money. Hey, boo. Hey. So I'm so excited to have you on this podcast, Maisha. Like, you know, I think we've been like DMing and stuff about just this whole topic of seasonal depression. And it's been something that's been near and dear to my heart. And even though it's something that I don't quite talk about on the podcast, I still thought that it was really important to bring in this element of talking about seasonal depression because it's the season, right? Like we're in this period where people are experiencing, you know, winter blues or just really going through different kinds of depression. Maybe it's not being home with your family or just whatever it is and COVID has not helped the situation so before we start talking about all this stuff i want you to tell us a little bit about who you are um and then we'll get started with this so introduce yourself boo
1: so, I am Aisha Gabriella, and I am a professional school counselor by day. I am a national certified counselor. And through my platform, Aisha Gabriella, I help women boldly commit to God to help them to overcome anxiety, depression, and stress. And I do this through different resources, different book studies, different coaching, different um, activities. And so, just to help Black professional women to overcome the daily struggles that they have. And a lot of times we feel that we always have to be the strong one. You know, society puts that on us, that we have to be the strong person and have it all together. And we do make it, you know, we do make things work. We do make sacrifices and take care of other people. But at the end of the day, you have to make the decision that you want to take care of yourself because we all know that you cannot pour from an empty cup.
0: Oh my gosh. Yes. When you said the thing about the, being the strong person, being the strong friend, I felt that like, we always put so much more on ourselves. Um, and I, and I think as black women, it's just like the stereotype, you know, strong black woman. And, you know, you just kind of, I, and I wonder where we even get that from as far as like, we just accept it as like, okay, I guess this is normal. Like I just have to, you know, yeah. like you said, we have to decide to take care of ourselves. So mm-hmm. I love that you said
1: that. It's just a narrative that's been placed passed on from generation to generation even when you think about you know our ancestors like big mama she's cooking and she's cleaning taking care of the kids and you know even back to slavery taking care of the things outside they're coming in and still doing that all that stuff and so we know just from looking at our ancestors our grandparents our parents great grandparents we know that the women were some bad mamma but they still you know, had to keep going, keep pressing no matter how they feel. And a lot of times they would never tell you that they were struggling, but we all know that they were struggling just like we know that we don't want to be seen seen as weak, but we know that we have stuff inside that we're struggling with. And it isn't until you're forced to be in a situation like, you know, we're in quarantine or whatever Georgia is doing, but When you're put in those situations where you don't have anything but time to think about, oh, dang, I am a little, maybe I do need a little bit of help, that you start to realize that, you know, you you too have issues that you need to dig deep and work on, so.
0: Y'all, I'm just gonna let y'all know y'all probably gonna hear King in the background. That's I right. we're gonna keep moving. But um, <laughs> but like, you know, during this, this quarantine and with the pandemic and everything, you saw a lot of black women start planting, start gardening, start doing like different things, start going to therapy, really like talking more about like taking care of our mental health and our mental state because it's so real. And I think that you know, when you're in a constant state of busyness, it's so easy to overlook the issues that you really have yeah and, and so that's why I really was like wow we really need to have this discussion because just recently I did an episode about outsourcing things in your life and I had a couple of people who were just like you know oh so you can't clean your own home or oh you can't do this and I'm just like I can but I don't want to you know what i'm saying because for my mental health for my sanity i need to not have to worry about some of the smaller tasks you know and i think that instead of holding on to this strong black woman as a badge of honor we need to know like yeah i could be a strong black woman and still take care of myself still not overextend myself and stuff so
1: exactly. yeah girl especially if you have you know resources to do so and even if you don't have resources like people may time for the things that they want and people spend their money on what they want so if you can spend your three four hundred dollars on your bundles I don't know how much they cost because I don't wear them but if you can do that you can take one month to say okay maybe I'm not gonna get no new bundles this month I'm gonna get someone to come in and deep clean my house because all I do is put the dishes in the dishwasher and you know dust here and there so you know it's just sacrifices with everything
0: yeah yeah and I mean it's just like I I I just I think of it in terms of like oh man what I'm so stressed out if like my house is a mess and it's like instead of continuing to stay stressed about my house being a mess I could just have somebody come in clean it one time and I can move on they come my my people come once a month they clean up and then I maintain the rest of the month and now I'm not stressed out about like oh my house is a hot mess like I don't have to worry about it's just like it's small things that we can do to like take care of our mental health but I want to talk more about seasonal depression because I mean you know it is definitely the season for people to be going through this I've gone through this several seasons so um, I want to talk a little bit about seasonal depression Could you tell us like from a clinical standpoint what is seasonal uh, depression?
1: So seasonal depression is actually a specific type of depression, so there are um, a few different types of depression, but as far as seasonal depression is actually called uh, seasonal affective disorder or sad, or you may know it as the winter blues and so um, this affects people during the in season. So it's usually in the late fall, winter. We know daylight savings. We lose sunlight. It gets darker quicker. It's cold outside. So we can't really go outside as much as we would like to without feeling like we're going to freeze. But, um, and it usually occurs within the same, around the same time every year. So late fall all the way until spring when the groundhog, you know, decides if the shadow is going to be, if he's going to see his shadow or not. And then it, can affect, it can affect anybody, any age, any race, any gender, any orientation, it can affect anyone, and it can even affect children. So I know with me being a school counselor, um, I've seen it in my students, like they are struggling, like the adults are struggling, but these kids are struggling as well. And for me, at, in my district, I'm actually in the building. Uh, so I've been in the building with the kids since August, and um just the, the standards that they have in place for them, it is not conducive to their social uh, growth, their social development, just, you know, school is the place to be when you are a child. And so even with COVID, even with the weather's changing and the season's changing and the less daylight, that is affecting everyone all the way down to our kids. Um, when 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 you can see if you have seasonal depression is it is a diagnosis so if you are experiencing feelings for an extended period of time and if it's um like if you finding that every winter fall that you're experiencing these feelings then you might want to go and check with your mental health provider to see if you actually do have this diagnosis because it, you can be diagnosed with sad seasonal affective disorder um if you start to see that you or people around you are having mood changes. Um, It's affecting how they're interacting with people. You want to be withdrawn. You have a lack of energy. You are having the inability to sleep so you can't sleep that often. Or if you're sleeping a lot um, or even if you're having difficulties doing just simple things like thinking or concentrating or even making decisions, it could be some symptoms that are related to seasonal affective um, depression.
0: So uh, while you were talking, I just kept thinking about how like the the acronym is S.A.D. And I'm just like, wow, like it's S.A.D. Like, <laughs> I, like I just, I can't even say anything else, but like, wow, like it's literally called S.A.D. You know, like that's crazy. That's so crazy. And one thing I didn't know until you just said it was that I didn't know that this was something that you could actually be diagnosed with. I didn't realize that it was, I thought it was just something that like, not that we make up, but you know how like we create kind of things that are diagnosis but it's really not a thing um so that was really interesting to to kind of learn that okay this is like an actual diagnosis like if you're having this experiencing this over and over again then you can actually be diagnosed for it so
1: so so actually in the dsm-5 um that's like the holy bible of uh mental health disorders for us psychology and counseling background people so actually in the dsm-5 it says they must have symptoms of major major depression or the more specific symptoms listed, and that's the withdrawal and the the sleeping and the increased eating, so symptoms like that, and the depressive episodes must occur during the specific season, so only during the winter months, but some people also, different parts of the region, they might, different parts of the world, they might experience it during the summer months, and it has to be for at least two consecutive years, but not all people that have sad we'll experience it every single year so it's kind of like a you got to kind of evaluate where you are and if you're close to someone and you're noticing some changes in them just to encourage them to speak with the mental health provider don't go out there you know web md and self-diagnose yourself you know we like to do that right wrong and you what what does it mean when when you do x y don't be doing that so just you know pay attention to yourself and then pay attention to those that are around you in your circle and if you are noticing that they are becoming very very withdrawn or just the their affect is changing then you know, just kind of be that supportive person for them and encourage them to reach out to their mental health provider. And there's nothing wrong with reaching out to your mental health provider, especially if you have some insurance. Um, you're paying for it anyways. And a lot of times people like to think, well, I went to get my physical, and so I'm good. Like, your mental is also a part of your physical, and your mental health can, in turn, affect your your physical health. So just you know, be aware of your feelings. Uh, be aware of your people that are around you. And if you're feeling like you are experiencing some of those uh, symptoms that I talked about and it's to the point where it's like unbearable or you feel like you don't know what to do, it doesn't help to it doesn't hurt to reach out to your mental health professional.
0: So I feel like you're kind of touching on this, but I just want to straight up, like flat out ask, when do you think people should seek professional help? I mean, I have my own opinions about this, but I would love to hear from your perspective. Like, when should people seek out help?
1: Yeah, well, (laughs) being that I am a mental health professional, being that, you know, my schooling background is in psychology and two degrees in counseling stuff. For me, I'm a strong advocate for therapy. And it's a lot easier for me to say, Oh yeah, I can hear issues going on in your life. You need to you maybe you need to go talk to somebody. Like I'm a I I love the Lord. He is ahead of my life. I pray, read scriptures, devotionals, all of that stuff. But I also realize that God gives people special gifts to be able to help other people work through whatever it is that they're going through. So I would say reach out to your mental health provider if you're feeling like if you know that there have been things that are going on in your life that you haven't necessarily dealt with so that could be you know people a lot of times think that somebody has to you know go to war and experience ptsd or someone is a victim of domestic violence and they need counseling but people need therapy for everyday things and so if you feel like you know you have friends and all of us have friends that encourage one another but some of us have friends that aren't going to tell us what we need to hear. And some of us have friends that aren't going to ask us the questions that make us dig deep and do some soul searching into why it is that we do the things that we do or why it is that we don't do things that we do. And so me personally, um, this whole quarantine, sitting down, not having nothing to do, um, it's really forced me to realize that, you know, Maisha, yes, you do thrive off of helping people, helping your students, helping your friends, helping people in your circle dig deep and get through their feelings and their issues, but you're not taking care of your own mental health. And so sitting in this quarantine, so okay, you know, I've only been back in the States. Next month will be six months. Me and my husband, we were in Egypt for two years. So I thought I was coming back to Atlanta get us situated i thought i was gonna have my hot girl summer you know go to the festivals go to brunch all that stuff you know covid rona she came out here and she messed it up and so in doing that it forced me to like well dang i got nowhere to go anyways i guess i gotta sit here and think about stuff and that thinking is oh child that thinking will have you all in your feelings and i say you know i'm a low-key thug i don't like to cry i help people with their stuff But during this season, this seasonal COVID, whatever you want to call it, during this season, I myself have had no option but to dig deep into myself and realize that there are things that I personally have been suppressing and sleeping under the rug since my childhood, simply because there was no one in my circle to really did help me to dig deep and realize like no, should this is not normal the way that you grew up or the things that you experienced when you were younger that's not normal and there's like i'm that person in my friend group like i help people but i felt that the people that i was surrounded by they weren't able to pull that for me and so my friends they'll say they used to say you know You don't never have no problems or like everything is fine in your life. I'm like, yeah, well, whatever. But part of that was just because the the type of person that I am like, because at a young age, I really didn't have people to kind of help me feel my feelings. I went into a profession to help people feel their feelings.
0: <laughs> so yeah, you said so many good things, especially the part about being the friend that people just uh, just assume that like, oh, everything is perfect in your life or nothing goes on. It's not that, right? It's just that like, I don't, I, I have a different way of dealing with things, and uh, I think you and I relate so well on like, okay, yeah, we like we we some little thugs. Like I'm not gonna be up here crying, like you know, and it it's just our personality, right? Like it's our our personality. Thing. But yeah, it's a personality thing. Like it, it's 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 a it's a matter of like. You know, I just deal with things a certain, a specific type of way, and I think that's why you and I can relate so well, especially on that front. um But it doesn't mean that our life is perfect. And I mean, you, I just love how you kind of share it with us, like your personal experience of like coming back from Egypt, back to the states. And you know, I think we all thought like I just knew when I dropped this baby, like I was gonna be on my hot girl ish. Like, oh baby, I was ready. My knees have been old up. Like, girl, I was ready to be dropping it low for everybody and their grandmother. And then COVID happened, and you know, like he said. It, it forced me to really examine who I was as a woman, who I was as a wife, who I was, just my identity period in all my different capacities. And it was a little scary. Like it was, it was hard. Like, but yeah, I think, I think it's so interesting. Like just the way that we process things, especially as black women, because all of us, we have that tendency to be the strong friend. And it's so funny because sometimes I talk to my own friends, well, not necessarily friends, but I've talked to people before and it's like, they can tell me- I just wanted to touch on the point about being like the strong friend portion. Like, I think so often. um, And like I was saying, you know, people are so used to being like, Oh, you know, your life is perfect X, Y, and Z. But like, I think if the pandemic has done nothing else, it's shown us like, it's so important for us to be mindful of our mental health and as black people, you know, we grow up with so much trauma and we don't even know it. Like we grow up with so much trauma. Like I was talking to a therapist and she was like, okay and how did that make you feel girl i said some things and i was like dang i didn't even know i felt that way girl
1: yes so you know remember i told you i when i first got back to the states in june the end of june i started therapy now i'm this is my sixth year as a professional counselor and i've never Done, done therapy myself like I've been helping people the past six years all that but this summer I got back in I did my six weeks and then September happened and I was just like oh chat. Ooh, let me contact my therapist because uh I, I need some help and so now I see her every two weeks and I don't even have like a time period like we didn't even set like how long we're we gonna work like because each time she gives me homework and she, she started making me like journal stuff, like journal stuff about, uh, this childhood trauma that I, you know, you don't realize until you have to sit in your stuff. And so when I, when she first said it, I'm like, yeah, whatever. I tell my students and my friends to do it, to help them or whatever, but like I ain't got time. I don't don't want to feel my feelings. I don't feel feelings. I'm a thug. I help other people feel their feelings. But when she made me do that, in the first journal, like the first time I sat down to a journal, I wrote like three different entries. And it was just like word vomit of feelings. And then I had to go back and read it to her. And I was crying. I said, what the heck is this? I, what? Huh? So you just don't realize how hurts or how much you, how, how heavy it weighs on you until you sit still, like sit down somewhere and deal with your stuff. Like sit down.
0: Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, and and you just said something so key. It's like, you don't realize how much you're hurt. You don't realize how much something affects you. You don't realize how heavy something is until you're faced with it until you have to sit down and really face the facts and sit in those feelings. And it's just like, you know, I used to think that I was like not an emotional person. And then I got pregnant. Then I had the baby and then things shifted because I think for me as a new mom, some things in my childhood were were opened up, like some wounds were opened up now that I'm on the other side of things, you know? And so now I'm looking at things from like a, a whole different comp- uh, perspective. And now I'm really like digging deep into like, mm, I really didn't like how that played out or I didn't like how this person made me feel or I didn't like this sp- specific situation. And, you know, like you said, you don't have to go to war or, you know, experience something like, like that, like that far extreme to experience PTSD, right? Mm-hmm. Like you can experience PTSD from uh, from verbal abuse, you know, from things that you, like at the time you didn't realize was a problem, but then when you sit down and examine it, it's like, no, that's actually very toxic. That's a, that's a really big problem. Um, um so yeah I know that a lot of the stuff that you do is you know of course like you incorporate scripture and you incorporate faith into helping us deal with depression and I feel like um you said this earlier and I really love that you said it it's like yes prayer is so important like we definitely need to pray but we also need to seek help when when we need it you know and so Mm -hmm. I I love your counseling style because you mix the two together it's Mm -hmm. like You can have some Jesus and you can get some help. You know, you can get some maybe tangible uh, tips and stuff that you may not just get from reading the Bible, not saying that the Bible is not the answer or you can't find the answers there, but we need, you need more. You need to know how to meditate on the word to help you through these problems or or whatever so i would love for you to kind of either talk us through your process or just share some scriptures with us that would help us if we are dealing with depression of course guys definitely you know seek out some mental uh some professional help hit up Maisha; she could definitely help you um yeah. she has like great programs for it but you know just kind of give us your little two cents on how we can navigate the two
1: so for me as a counselor like I I tell my husband this all the time like and when he sees me like in action with people or even with my kids he's just like sitting there in, in awe and I'm like well I didn't do anything like it's nothing to me it's nothing special what I do but I know that it's a special gift and I know that not everyone has it and so For me, it just, you know, starts with meeting the person where they are. So, of course, listening to them, um, being empathetic, um, listening to what their issues are or what their struggles are, and then using just going with my gut. A lot of times I just go with my gut. My gut is from, you know, the Holy Spirit. My gut is just from my training, my schooling that I do to kind of help them. And so I might be talking to you, and for one person I might say, you know, I'm going to give you a question and I want you to journal on it and kind of reflect how, like read back and tell me how it makes you feel. But then for another person, depending on what they say, I might say, you know, listen to this song and just allow the words to kind of get into your, your spirit and then, you know, reflect on how that makes you feel. Another person I might say, go outside and take a walk. And so it just, I just kind of meet the person where they are. No two situations are this, um, the same and some of the scriptures that you know I go to you know the scriptures got 15 bajillion scriptures in the book I don't know how many they got a whole bunch I don't know all of them and Google is my friend when I need some help okay but uh of course Philippians four thirteen, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me you know sometimes you might feel like I need some help I'm struggling my uh, my husband getting on my nerves, these kids getting on my nerves, this boss getting on my nerves, they stressing me out. But Lord, I know that my strength comes from you and I can do all these because I have you. Uh, another one, um, Matthew eleven twenty eight 28 through 30, come to me all you who are weary and burdened and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and humble in her heart. And you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So knowing that whatever it is that you're going through, God is not going to put too much on you that you then you can bear. You know the song, how much, how much, that's my song, girl. Y'all know. thinking ain't my thing, but y'all know he be doing the thing. But yeah, so for me, a lot of the times, the just because in my own journey, my own faith journey, my spiritual journey, I know that, you know, he ain't through with me yet. Because, you know, he ain't through with me yet. I'm a work in progress. And I understand that I have to meet people where they are. But for me, when when I decided to really fully put God at the center of my life, put him at the head, not just the emergency prayer. Lord, if you help me get this job, I promise I'm going to go to church on Sunday when the church will open back up. But like fully making the decision to make him the head of my life, the center of my life, things started, you know, falling in place. Does that mean that I'm... uh? eliminated from struggles and worries no because I'm human but I know that when I do feel like I'm struggling or when I do feel like I'm depressed and I don't know what to do I can open up my bible app or I can open up my devotional books or I can go on google and type in scriptures for when I'm having a bad day and somehow When I do that, I can read something and it kind of I read it a few times and then something happens, whether that someone sends me a message or whether that's a song comes on or whether that's I scroll on social media and see something. But I know that because I fully committed to trusting God and letting him to lead and guide my life, he's going to send me promptings to help me get through whatever it is I'm going through.
0: So I know you said that, um, when you counsel people, it's like, it's, there's no one way to do it, right? Like you may give one person a scripture and tell them to go journal. Someone else, you'll tell them to go for a walk. Um,
1: how would we
0: even get started with that? Like, where would we go to know, like what we should do with those things?
1: Well, you mean if they come from me or just if you're on your own? Either way. Pinterest. Pinterest girl it's free it's a search engine and you like there's so many things on Pinterest there are guides um you know you can type in what to do just like you know I talked about earlier you can self-diagnose yourself on WebMD um you can use Pinterest Pinterest is a search engine and so I actually created a free guide okay I will give you the guide you can put it in the description but I actually created a free guide guide to kind of help you combat these winter blues, combat this sad, combat this seasonal affective disorder, this, this just seasonal depression, where the focus is for you to kind of get yourself moving, get active, you know, do something that is out of your routine. And so some things may be, you know, meditate on this particular scripture or call a friend that makes you laugh or um have a dance party I know one of them is a dance party and I say something like um have a dance party and take it from Kirk Franklin stump all the way to juvenile that that thing up. um that's that's that's, that's, yes. that's stuff that be on my playlist like I'm sure somebody looked at me and they'd be like oh you know they you look at my feet you might think oh okay she you know Jesus Jesus and I am I love the Lord but I'm also ratchet. I also like trap music. You know, I I like to shake my butt, you know, whatever. Um, Mm. (laughs) Just things like that. And so the whole month of December, I have a activity for you to do each and every day. Um, And you'd be a surprise at just how changing up your routine can help you just start thinking differently or help you start feeling better. Um, from the inside out. And so taking care of your mental, taking care of your physical, taking care of your spiritual health, all of that is in this free guide. And um, y'all will love it
0: yes i'm so excited about that and and i'm excited because i'm gonna actually follow it i'll be tagging you like all right i'm doing day one maisha here goes my dance blah blah because blah, y'all know i love i love it ratchet so i will definitely take y'all on the journey yes, of- i
1: think i i think i'm also gonna do it in my story uh, it, definitely in my stories uh i'll be doing it so um when y'all go through my feed and see, you know, I'm spitting the knowledge about counseling and stuff, or I'm, you know, spitting some scriptures, but then you turn on my story, and you see this girl listening to them, making the Style. You know that body out of the I'm had to have to learn that dance this week while I'm off. But, yeah, don't, you know, that's who I am. This is how I am. Kate knows that um, I'm very intelligent, but I'm low-key, got no sense. So how I am on this podcast is how I am on social media. And when As- I open back up... And they start having these events. If you see me, speak. And this time I'm a b-girl.
0: Listen, I'm here for it. I think that's why I love you so much. Because like we are so on the same page with that. It's like, I am so saved. I am like high-key saved. But baby, you can catch me. And I'm going to be just as ratchet as it comes. And I'm going to be like, well, you know, I'm a work in progress. And it's yeah. OK.
1: It's and OK. <laughs> what's so funny is like when I'm with my kids at work, I, I'm, a, I'm the elementary counselor. So I'm third, fourth, and fifth grade. And so my kids, this is how I talk to my kids at work. And they'll come to me. I said, "Now what you didn't did. Now, you know, you don't need to be doing that. Do I need to call? Like, I just talk to them like that. And they think I'm so funny I mean I I guess I'm funny like they just think I'm so funny and they'll come into my office one way and then we have 10-15 minutes together and they leave out another way. they're smiling they're laughing they feel like they can get through the rest of the school day just because of our short interaction with one another um so yeah I just this is what works for me and I know some other people their style is very professional and I you know I know how to talk But I find that me being my authentic self, whether I'm with my kids, my eight, nine, 10 year olds, or if I'm with a grown person, like just me being myself helps them to feel comfortable to want to open up or even share a small piece of what's going on in their life. And then I can dig into my psychology and my counseling background, but also into my Jesus. To help them feel better, even for a short period of time, because I want to make sure that whatever interaction I have with a person, whether that's the mailman, whether that's the garbage man, whether that's somebody at Kroger, that in that small amount of time, I made them feel better about themselves. or so I made them smile because we all got stuff that we didn't with John. We all got some stuff we need to. Exactly.
0: To and I think that's the power of, you know, seeking out counselors and people that can help you that look like you. You know it's like you as a black woman you can relate to me um, way better than my white counterpoints not not saying that they couldn't try and do their you know but it's like you understand the culture Mm -hmm. and so i think a lot of times at at least for me before i started seeking out therapy i just assumed it was a white people thing like okay only white people go to therapy only white people that's
1: what we are taught
0: yes yeah,
1: you don't talk, don't tell nobody what's going on in this house. It don't stay out the house. And if you got a problem, you need to go talk to the pastor, the minister, the deaconess, whoever. We don't talk about our business outside the house. And which is why our parents and their parents and their parents have so much stuff that they haven't dealt with. We breaking generational curses, and it's starting with us. And it's unfortunate that it's starting with us due to you know COVID. You know she can go to you know she can go where the sun don't shine, but it's unfortunate that we are, we are forced, like, we are forced in this, this scenario to kind of deal with our stuff, but then it's also a blessing in it as well, like, finally, they are taking mental health seriously, like, they're trying to put out these resources, they have, you know, tons of resources for free people are doing online events people are getting creative to ensure that we are still connecting with each other so you know it's a blessing it's a blessing and a lesson in every situation and this happens to be the lesson in this COVID situation yes a lot of people have you know uh, lost loved ones lost jobs unemployment you know that's very unfortunate um, and my prayers go out to everyone who is affected however we still have to move forward because God has still given us assignment that we need to fulfill because we're still on this side of heaven i'm ready to get to the other side you know with the pearly gates and all that stuff but right now i'm on this side and there are things that he has for us to do and i need to make sure i'm being obedient to do that
0: oh girl i i I don't even know how to follow that up honey that was like that was everything right there that was everything right there so um you know and gosh it's so real like just you talking about like our parents our grandparents and stuff they didn't deal with these things they didn't talk about these things it, w- it was a whole conversation of like you know what happens to this house states and blah, blah blah and then now I'm having a kid or I have a kid and then I'm wondering to myself like wow I would never say those things those things are so toxic you know I you know Tay and I even had a conversation about like hey what is our stance on mental health like how we deal with mental health and etc like how do we um you know make sure that we're creating like a healthy environment and all that kind of stuff and so we talked about it because you know he's he's not even one yet but i want him i want it to always be a thing that he's not afraid to go see a therapist like it doesn't make you a bad person or it doesn't make you weak or whatever to like go to therapy like that's actually the strongest thing that you could do for mm-hmm. yourself is to make sure that you're getting getting the help that you need if you need it or even if you don't need help sometimes it's not that we need help it's just that you need an outlet and someone to talk to that maybe they is not all your stuff
1: exactly. know all the ins and out, and being biased
0: Yeah. Or who's going to go and tell everybody in the world, like you need that confidential person that you can just go to tell things to and, you know, get valuable feedback if you need it, or if you just need to get it off for like a cathartic release. Cool. That's, that's cool too. So, you know, I just, I, like you said, there's, there's a blessing and a lesson in everything. And I definitely think that, you know, with this COVID situation, while it's been unfortunate in some ways, it's been very um, cleansing, you know, it's been very cleansing in a sense of like, you know, a lot of us have had to face things and deal with things that you probably wouldn't have dealt with otherwise, you know, like there are a lot of stuff that I probably would have never thought about if all this stuff not happened the way it played out, you know, like what are the chances that my life would just play out this way? you know, and I mean, God always has, like, a divine plan, and I mean, I know that everything is intentional, but it's just, like, wow, you know, the way that things just played itself out, it's just, it's just crazy, like, it's
1: just, and then, like, in hindsight, you know, at the beginning, you know, last year, 2019, people's uh, watch night surveys, oh, it's 2020, you know, you're gonna see things clearly, well, we sure are seeing things clearly, because the Lord put his little eyesight on us, and Lord have mercy are we really seeing things, like, we didn't, I'm sure that the pastors that had those 2020 vision messages, they, nobody knew what was to come, but like, we're almost to another end of the year and we are really, really seeing things real clear. And it took us experience in this unfortunate pandemic for us to really see what it is that we need to be seeing and see, okay, maybe I need to be changing what I'm doing or how I'm thinking or the people that are in my circle. Maybe they're not helping me be the, ber- the best person or the person that God intended for me to be so you know that 2020 it didn't open up our eyes a lot Chad. Nice.
0: yeah yeah it, it's so interesting because I feel like I feel like 2020 was like one big winter season you know, it's it's like it's it's gonna like I feel like seasonal depression, of course, is gonna get worse because we're running into the holidays now. Mm-hmm. But like I feel like 2020 as a whole was just a time of winter. Like you like, I don't know if people that watch Game of Thrones, but it's like I feel like we had the first year of winter with this whole COVID thing because at least for me, I know for a fact I went on maternity leave the last week in January. And um I think I stayed home. I stayed inside from January until probably July. Like I was too I just I, I had anxiety, I just wasn't leaving the house. like it was it was crazy. I was just inside all this time. And I think that a lot of us did that, you know, a lot of us were just like okay we don't know what's going on we know we need to stay at home whatever so it's like you went through all that then like at the end of the summer you know we kind of stepped outside a little bit but then now mm-hmm. it's winter time mm-hmm. right yeah now it's winter time and it's like dang like back aside and it's like back facing those those issues and those things that we were experiencing so I just wanted to like What are like some final thoughts or like a little bit of encouragement as we are entering into this this season now winter season and of the holidays and and things like that like, how can we kind of navigate this time, you know and seasonal depression
1: would just encourage you to acknowledge like the first step is acknowledging that you know you are feeling things like acknowledging that we are all experiencing this pandemic, of course it has affected people differently but know that even if it hasn't directly affected you indirectly it's affecting you it's affecting everything that you're accustomed to doing. And just find if you don't already have a circle. Make sure that you connect yourself to people who are going to encourage you. You know, social media, they got a new app every other week, but connecting with people and maybe it's, you know, some things that you need to change in yourself. Maybe instead of scrolling for 20 minutes on social media, looking at, you know, whoever got the biggest, you know, blood, who got the, the most properties in Atlanta and shift what you're thinking, shift what you're doing to think about something positive maybe uh, maybe you haven't been you know spending time with god maybe you haven't been invested in your spiritual relationship with him but just starting with you know the guide that i'm giving you or going on pinterest or downloading the bible app and just starting small because you like the things that we see the things that we do it it affects us internally so if you're feeding yourself negativity if you're feeding yourself you know doubt things like that like you're going to start internalizing that stuff so just make sure that you're surrounding yourself with people who are going to uplift you and not you know bring you down we already know we got a lot of stuff weighing us down we don't need nobody else weighing us down even more um and this just um try things that are outside the norms get creative with how you're spending your time um get outside it's about to get cold yes it is it's already getting cold but Throw on a hat, glove, scarf, and a coat and take a little 10-minute walk around your neighborhood. You know, sit outside on a porch or sit in your car in the, with the windows down and look at the trees. The trees are very beautiful with the leaves changed. Just sit down and admire all that is around us, all that is around you, things that we took for granted pre-COVID because we were always so busy. So that's what I was. <laughs> yes,
0: yes, that's so good. Yeah, there, there's a certain type of purity and just awesomeness um when you go outside and take a walk and look at the trees. Like, man, the first day that I did that after having the baby, I was just like, wow, God, like you be showing out. Like you showed out with how you created things. Like just it's it's beautiful and yes the seasons are changing yes it's getting colder but like you said bundle up sis get outside like
1: it was pre-rona and you know they say ladies free before 11 o'clock y'all was gonna be out there with your with your your coat on you sure (laughs) was yes you was listen that was me (laughs) looking foolish with your legs out Oh my gosh! With I a on. On. I can't. I can't. or you were standing in line with no coat because you didn't want to hold a coat and they didn't have a coat check. Don't act like y'all don't know what y'all was doing. Now,
0: Aisha, you were so crazy, y'all. King over here pulling out my dishes, child. But um,
1: do, cause that's what I was doing. My grandma used to tell me that cuteness will kill you.
0: Oh my gosh, yes. Or or what they say? Make sure your chest and head is covered. And mm-hmm. I used to have my whole chest out. Exactly. Like, oh,
1: you gonna get a cold. <laughs>
0: Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yes. But oh, my. Thank you so much. Like th- this was such a um for me, this was like a really important conversation. I know it's like a, a lot different from just talking about entrepreneurship and marketing and stuff like that. But really, if your mind is not right, nothing else is going to be right. You know what I'm saying? If you, if your mind is not right, if you're stressed, if you're experiencing depression, anxiety, things like that, your business is not going to flourish. Like it, it's, it's a trickle effect and it's, it really does start with your mind. And I love how you made the, the uh, point of like, you know, <clears throat> cleaning up what we're looking at. Um, but cleaning up like what we're looking at, like for me, I, I started a whole new Instagram page that just is faith stuff. And every night I log into that page so that when I wake up in the morning, because I can't stop myself from grabbing my phone, at least the first thing I open when I open the Instagram app, is going to be like a bunch of scriptures and stuff. Like it's only that page. I only follow positive people. I think I'm following like 10 people. Like no one's following me. Like, I don't care. Like that's not a page I'm trying to do anything with. But for the simple fact of like, I want to start my morning off with something wholesome, you know, like I don't want to start my morning off with like, what's the latest celebrity gossip or what's the latest, you know, trend happening, whatever. Like, God is my portion. Like, I don't need to, you know, just get myself all messed up and bogged down with comparing myself to other people or wondering what everybody and their grandmother is doing. Like, they will still be doing it after I take some time to pray, after I take some time to spend with the baby or whatever. Like, it will, it will all be there. And I think that you know, so often, like, we just kind of get caught up in the sauce. Like, we get caught up in, like, what all the mess that's going on and it just makes our own situation worse, right? Like, you just start judging yourself even harder or whatever. So, that those were, like, really good tips on just how we can, like, kind of, get ourselves together and y'all definitely download the guide i'm gonna put it in the show notes below so that you guys can just click the link and um go download the guide and follow along in december go follow Maisha. oh tell us what your handle is so that we can follow you
1: so i am myisha.gabriella m-i-e-s-h-a dot g-a-b-r-i-e-l-l-a
0: Myisha, i want to thank you so so much for coming on and talking to us about this like you know, this is definitely like and I I really want to start including more topics like this in the podcast because I think that this is something that we all deal with, especially in light of just COVID and um, you know, we didn't even touch on all the Black Lives Matter and all that kind of stuff. Like that's a whole nother girl trauma, we might
1: do. A part trauma, too. trauma. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. Trauma, trauma, trauma.
0: So much, you know, and it's so much I think that we don't always uncover it, unpack. And it's conversations that, you know, now we're starting to have, now it's starting to become like, you know. I guess, more trendy or acceptable. I don't even know how to describe it, but it's like, it's now finally something that we're talking about. So um, I'm grateful that you just came and dropped your little wisdom on us. So thank, thank you for
1: you. having me, boo. You know, anytime you need me, I'm right there.
0: You know, <laughs> thanks so much. And um, you guys, make sure you uh, download her guide. Go follow her. She's at myesha.gabriella. Go follow her. And until next time, I will talk to y'all later, darlings.